Chapter Four of Neither Here Nor There. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Neither Here Nor There by Oliver Herford. Chapter Four: Bolshevism for Babies. That babies don't commit such crimes as forgery is true, but little sins develop if you leave them to accrue. For anything you know they'll represent, if you're alive, a burglary or murder at the age of thirty-five. When W.S. Gilbert wrote these lines, he stated in an amusing way a great truth. For the doctrine of infant depravity and original sin thus lightly touched upon is, when stripped of its Calvinistic mummery, a recognized scientific verity. I sometimes think that if the highbrow mothers who turn to books by long-haired professors with retreating chins for advice in child-training should study instead the nonsensical wisdom of Gilbert's book, they would derive more benefit therefrom. At least it would do them and their children no harm. I wish as much as that could be said of a book I have lately come across entitled Practical Child-Training by Ray C. Beery, Parents' Association. So far from harmless it is, in my opinion, a more fitting title for it would be Bolshevism for Babies. Obedience, says the author, is your cornerstone. Therefore lay it carefully. And this is how it is laid. While you are teaching the child the first lessons in correct obedience, do not give any commands either in the lesson or outside except those which the child will be sure to obey willingly. Obedience is to be taught by wheedling and cajolery, which lessons the clever child will apply in later life as bribery and corruption. The author denies this in Book 1, page 130, but his denial is so curious it deserves quoting. You would entirely vitiate its principles if in giving this lesson you should state it to the child like this. If you do not do thus and so, I will give you no candy. Then, on the same page. While the thought of candy in the child's mind causes him to obey, yet the lesson is planned in such a way that you are not buying obedience. The five principles of discipline are embodied in the following story. The father of a boy sees him and two other boys throwing apples through a barn window, two of whose panes had been broken. To make a long story short, the parent, instead of reproving his offspring, says, Good shot, Bob! Do you see that post over there? See if you can hit it two out of three times. It would have been unwise for that father, adds the author of Practical Child Training, to say, I'd rather you not throw at that window opening. Can't you sling at something else? The latter remark would suggest that the window was the best target, and the boys would have been dissatisfied at having to stop throwing at it. The inference that the boys only needed the father's objection to an act on their part to convince them that it was a desirable act would be ludicrous if it weren't so immoral. If you ask me which disgusted me most, the father or his sons, I should reply without a moment's hesitation. The author of the book. End of chapter 4. Recording by Philip Gould.